Good morning everybody and uh, I'm joining you from my house. I'm sat in a red camping chair, um, sat up at a camping table uh, that I've, I've set up to try and um, split up my work environments a little bit. So when I'm working I'm sat in the camping chair, when I'm relaxing I'm half a metre that way on the sofa. Um, uh, these are crazy times aren't they and uh, it's the end of the first week of lockdown um, and it's certainly strange and there's lots of things going on. Um, this morning um, is Palm Sunday obviously normally we would love to be meeting with you um, together as a church family in person but um, the times mean that we have to do things differently so um, I'm going to talk to you a little bit tell you a bit of a story um, and I hope that you find it helpful wherever you are. Um, I hope you relax please uh, grab your cup of tea. I am having right now um, a very very healthy smoothie uh, that Abby's made me or, or forcing me to drink um, but yeah uh, it's really good to see you and I'm really glad to be able to share with you this morning so um, I'll tell you a story. So um, when I was a teenager probably about 14-15 years old um, my family had some family friends who lived in Lyme Regis and they owned this gorgeous house and once a year they would go on holiday and they would offer it to us as a family so we would be able to go and have our little break there. Um, it had an amazing tree house, um, it had a rope swing, it had a games room, it had lots of land um, and of course it was right by the sea which made it incredible. Um, and on this particular trip, this one year, I can't quite remember how old I was, I was about 14 or 15, um, me and my mum, for some reason which I can't remember, had the opportunity to travel down um, one day earlier than the rest of our family so the two of us we set off in the car we drove the two hours or so that it takes to get to Lyme Regis from 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 where we lived um, and we got there we unpacked our bags we bagseed the best rooms uh, before the rest of the family got there beat my brothers to it um, and then we we, we we regathered downstairs the two of us and we decided that what we were going to do is walk the short distance down to the rope swing it's drizzling we're walking we end up at the rope swing it's it's now raining a little heavier everything is soaking wet the ground is wet i'm wet it's just it's not a very nice day but i look up at this rope swing and i tell you guys it was majestic i don't know what your experience of rope swings are but this rope swing i probably tops it and uh, it it's, um, hangs from this massive, ginormous tree um, and it swings out over an embankment that has about a 20 metre drop below it um, and this gorgeous view of the countryside as you swing out. And myself being a young man, I am massively risk averse now, but um, as a young man I was a nutter and I looked at it and I saw that someone had chucked it up over the tree, um, you know, wrapped the rope around the tree. So it was actually quite high up off the ground. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm a short guy. I don't like to admit it. I am short. Um, and I was even shorter back then. And I looked at it and I knew that it was going to take quite a lot of energy in order to jump up onto the swing. And I also saw that it was wet and that it was slippery. Um, but I decided to go for it anyway. And I took a few steps back. My mum was hesitant. She told me to not do it, but I don't listen to my mum very often. Sorry, mum, if you're watching this. Um, I took a few steps back. I built up my energy. My heart rate began to, to pump, and I ran, I charged at it, and I jumped up um, and missed. 
And what happened was, is I grabbed onto the rope with my hands like this and my legs were hanging and I swung out at the same speed and momentum I had picked up in order to try and make the jump. And like an intelligent person, I waited for it to swing its full distance at its highest peak where I gave up and I let go. And I fell and it felt like I was falling forever as I smacked into the ground, um, back straight onto the ground, bang, like that. And I'd never felt such pain in all my life. I couldn't breathe, I must have winded myself. It was horrible. And as I hit the ground, I heard this shriek of my mum at the top and she clambered down the bank. It was very stiff. Um, uh, she had been unwell recently and was finding um, uh, movement quite difficult, but she climbed down anyway and she climbed all the way. It felt like forever. And I couldn't tell you of the relief that I felt as I saw her shadow up above me and a hand extend to me um, uh, to help me back up and walk me to the house. Today is Palm Sunday, where we reflect on the triumphal entry of Jesus to Jerusalem. It's also the beginning of Holy Week, the beginning of our journey towards the empty tomb that we reflect on next Sunday morning. And the reading today, uh, thank you for thank you guys for reading it, was John 12 verses 1 to 19, which starts with the awesome story of Mary pouring perfume over Jesus's feet that was worth about a year's wages, and then it ends up with. Um, the, the, the the accounts of what Palm Sunday is about, where the crowds gathered and they, they uh, I just burped, I'm so sorry, it must be the smoothie, as the crowds lay down the palm branches onto the ground to welcome Jesus, shouting, praise God, blessings to the one who come in the name of the Lord. I just wanted to offer you this morning a few quick thoughts on a tiny little passage or little verse in our reading today is actually John 12 9 to 10 which says when all the people heard of Jesus's arrival they flocked to see him and also to see Lazarus the man that Jesus had raised from the dead as Jesus approaches Jerusalem the 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 bit that is is in advance of Palm Sunday it seems that Jesus's reputation goes before him Jesus the one who raised Lazarus from the dead. I don't know if you are familiar with the accounts of, of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. Maybe you could check it out later. You can find it in John um, chapter 11. Um, Lazarus, Jesus's friend, close friend, he had died and he had been wrapped up in grave clothes and placed in a tomb. Um, and when Jesus finds out, it says it's the shortest verse in the Bible. You can read it. It's great. Uh, Jesus wept. Um, Jesus comes to the tomb and he's, Lazarus has been dead for ages. Um, and with um, that, he, he, it says that there was a great odour um, coming from the tomb. Um, and Jesus stands before the tomb and he says and he commands, Lazarus, wake up, come out, take your grave clothes off. This is the reputation that Jesus had as he approached Jerusalem for Palm Sunday. He was the Jesus that commands the dead to race. Um, 
what an incredible reputation. The account of Lazarus carries with it a bit of a gospel parallel. Next weekend, we reflect and remember that Jesus hung on the cross, that he died for our sin, carrying the weight of our brokenness to the grave, and three days later, rising again into new life, calling us out of our grave, calling us to leave our sin behind, calling us to live a new life in all its fullness. There is a message for us in the account of Lazarus. The human condition, our brokenness, we've all fallen from the rope swing and we all need help to get back up. I don't know where you are today. I don't know how you are feeling today. I don't know the situations that are going in your life are going on in your life at the moment. But the universal message is that Jesus says, I love you and I have come so that you may have life and life in all its fullness. Palm Sunday, the beginning of a magnificent journey, not a mythical journey that we read about in an old-fashioned ancient book that has no relevance for today, but the story that we have been invited to be a part of. It's our story. That when Jesus died on the cross, that when he rose again, the freedom and salvation he offered was for us. It changes our trajectory. Jesus calls into our life and he calls us out of our graves and he calls us to lay down the things that bound us and bind us and hold us back and he helps us to our feet and he says rise come out wake up take off your grave clothes and know me Jesus offers us salvation the king of the universe has made himself known to us and is calling our name I want to finish by reading um, some lyrics of what is my favourite song at the moment, which is Nailed to a Cross by Wren Collective. I encourage you to check it out. It's wonderful, particularly in this season as we approach um, Easter and Holy Week. Um, it's got some really powerful words to it. But this one, Nailed to a Cross by Wren Collective, it's just this, this one sentence, and it's incredible. I'll read it to you. When I stand accused by my regrets and the devil roars his empty frets, I will preach the gospel to myself, that I am not a man condemned, for Jesus Christ is my defence. As we all reflect on Palm Sunday in our own ways, let us remember that the reputation of Jesus, that the, the person that God is, is the one that calls into the grave and calls us out. So I want to challenge you and encourage you today. Remember that Jesus is calling your name, that he has new life for you, that he wants to set you free, that he wants to know you and he wants you to know him. So thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a good rest of the day.